0: Previously on the Omen podcast,
1: you are now outside on what seems like a sort of tropical jungle hideout.
0: So, I want to look around for anything like I can rub between my hands because I was already going to rub my hands with a relative sort of glee because these motherfuckers are about to die.
1: So, you roll 14 in focus and you have a Rambo style sort of montage scene.
0: What is this weapon I fashioned?
1: Uh, it's a big pointy stick. The moped goes flying towards the other four guards and it collides with a tree that they are standing next to and immediately explodes, killing all four of them instantly. Can I drink in the fear? You drink in that smelly, pissy fear. And out from behind a wall nearby, you see a very friendly face carrying two Kalashnikovs.
0: What will happen next? Find out on this exciting episode of Omen.
1: So we last left you um, with Ethel next to you carrying two Kalashnikovs and she's killing bun- a bunch of guards, sort of Rambo style and you are hiding in the bushes. Do you want to go over and say hello?
0: I kind of just want to watch her I want to I wanna watch
1: her move Okay, so you watch as she does this dance of death uh, she's firing cl- the Kalashnikovs left, right and centre several of the boats explode as she hits their fuel tanks uh, and she's just like dropping bodies left, right, and center. It's quite impressive, really.
0: Is it reasonable that I I think I love this woman?
1: I'd I'd say so, I guess.
0: Yeah, I think I do.
1: Her jowls are flapping as the bullets fly.
0: Oh, it's gorgeous.
1: And she eventually, like, stops because the port has gone quiet. Unfortunately, her reign of murder has blown up most of the boats. So, unfortunately, you're probably not going to be able to get off this island via boats.
0: I'm gonna say something really smooth. You, you ready?
1: You're gonna walk up to her.
0: Yeah, but first I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a knock because I've seen, I've seen this heaving blood rage, and it is not easily abated. Yep. So what I'm gonna do, is I'm going to knock twice and go like, Ethel, it's me, Koala.
1: Okay. So you knock twice on the concrete wall, and she turns directly to you and shoots the Kalashnikov, uh, and it hits the wall. You sort of dart behind the wall a second, and she sort of stops, stops breathing so heavily and goes,
2: Hang on a minute. Koala? Is that you? It is me! Oh, oh my god! I didn't realise you were here too. What what, what happened?
0: So I, when I step out smoothly, I say, I don't know exactly what happened, but uh, that silence you here? That's a sound of you killing everyone. And I love
2: it. It's been a few years, but I've, I've still got it, clearly
1: clearly. She looks at you and she smiles and she reloads the Kalashnikovs.
0: Did she reload while looking directly into my eyes? Oh god
1: yeah for sure.
0: I don't want to be dirty Sean but also I'm very aroused.
1: I thought you might be. (laughs) 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 She, um, She smiles and winks and then she turns and fires at a guard who is running out of the bushes nearby and he falls over flat on the floor.
2: They took me to this island and, and they put me inside a like cold storage facility.
1: They didn't.
2: Yes, I don't know. I don't know why they brought us here. What, what did they do to you?
0: Uh well, they tried all manner of tortures. Oh. Um, I was probably in there for hours.
2: I'm so sorry, Koala.
0: Suffering. It was. It was awful. And my single thought was that when I get out of here. I'm gonna kill them, but also I'm gonna say hello to to Ethel. I'm I'm gonna say hi to Ethel. I, I was sure I was sure you'd make it. That
2: that was basically my thoughts, but, but but for you. Hi Ethel. Hi Koala.
1: She then walks up to you and says,
2: "Did did they uh did they talk to you about anything? Did they did they question you? Oh, they
0: questioned me for oh, I was love. Uh, it was just it was awful. I I can't. I I don't know if I I almost didn't make it.
2: Did you uh <laughs> did did you uh. Tell them anything about um Omen. Did you did you say anything?
0: The way she says that vaguely frightens me.
2: <laughs> she
1: she I think she's more worried about like you telling like these gamma agents anything.
2: But
0: also, like she's got two Kalishnikovs. And I'm thinking very much about those Kalishnikovs. Same as she's thinking about those Kalishnikovs, clearly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm I'm just going like, uh No, I thought I didn't I didn't say anything. Did
2: did you say anything? No, no, I I I, I would I would rather die than, than talk to a gamma agent. They're awful.
0: Can you tell me about what gamma is? Because I'm kind of lost. I know they're American, but also I don't know anything else about them.
2: So the
1: two of you walk back towards the um, facility, uh, and you go through the gates. There is blood everywhere from Ethel's rampage.
2: Gamma, are, um, they're they're the American. They're an American secret agency. They they're not involved with the government. They're uh. They're like a sort of private investigation force. You know how we are like, we work for the UN? Yeah. They work for private investors. They're very dangerous. They they were set up like very, very early on when America was formed and, and they've just been like bought out by private companies.
0: So it's like omen, but for capitalists.
2: Basically omen for capitalists, yes. Can we destroy it? I'd like to. I'd very much like to. You're now in the middle of the facility
1: and you can look around and you see on one side there's the labs where you were being held. There is in the center this big apartment for like the staff and then to the other side of you near the volcano there is a big sort of cylinder shaped building.
0: Is it to contain all the fire?
1: The fire? No, that's not how volcanoes work.
0: So I can't destroy that thing and unleash all the fire on the island?
1: I don't know. It's up to you to explore.
0: Let's go into the building proper. I feel like Ethel's got collision course. My blood is still up. This is a much better date than eating just an Italian or two.
1: So do you, you want to go into the labs or do you want to go into the apartment?
0: All right. Let's go into the apartment. That's where people are. Okay. Wow, that sounds grim.
1: It does. It does. It sounds fucking terrifying. Um... So you walk into the apartment. Did you want one of the Kalashnikovs or are you still happy with your pointed stick?
0: I feel like Ethel's got the Kalashnikovs and I've got the big stick. And this is really how things were meant to be from the beginning of the world. This is true? Yeah.
1: Okay, you both walk into the building uh, and immediately two guards nearby, like they spring up from behind the reception desk and open fire on you. Could you please roll fragility?
0: As, as, As I... Do whatever I do next. That was an agility of 14. I say, wow, Ethel, those seem like they're much less friendly receptionists than you.
1: The two of you land behind a nearby couch, but as Ethel goes down, she gets hit in the arm. She immediately grabs her hand and yanks the bullet out of the side of her arm with like zero fear.
0: I mean, she doesn't need to fear anything. No. She'd never fear ever again. (laughs)
1: She, so she's binding her wound now with a bit of dress. She then gets up and she fires her Kalashnikovs off and she basically causes the wall behind the reception desk to become a fine Swiss cheese. And then she then retreats back behind the sofa.
0: Yeah. Uh, I can watch her bind her wounds forever. And also do that, that that thing where she killed people. I could watch her do that forever. The
1: guards are still firing at you. What do you want to do, Koala?
0: Well... She turned in the wall of front fence cheese, but what, wait, so just like it left the guards untouched.
1: Yeah, they're hiding underneath the desk at the minute still.
0: Okay, so the only solution I can see is to ram my pointy stick through the desk, which is not a euphemism.
1: <laughs> okay, so do you want to roll for strength or agility for this one? There's going to be like a hellfire of bullets as you do this.
0: Let's do with strength, and that's a 17. I also have a plus four bonus, right?
1: Yeah, for this one you do. Okay, so I'm going to say that what you do is you grab your pointed stick and you charge the desk. Ethel jumps up on top of the sofa and she lays down covering fire for you. And you ram into the desk with the pointed stick. It goes straight through and then impales both of the two guards who are hiding there through the chest like a shish kebab.
0: That's what I was hoping it would do.
1: (laughs) So... That's how that happened. Do you want to try and remove the pointed stick? Or is it going to be stuck there now in the desk?
0: Oh, I'm definitely taking this pointed stick with me everywhere.
1: Okay, you then like use your foot to dislodge it from the desk, and it comes out and the two bodies flop on the floor.
0: Do they have nice faces?
1: Do they have nice faces? Yeah. Um, I would say they've got sort of generic bad guy henchmen faces, really.
0: Do they, do, does it one of them have like the spark of intelligence in like the upper molar region?
1: One of them looks as if he might be a very well-paid guard, like one of the tight, one of the top upper echelon guards.
0: Knowing Omen, there's all sorts of weird stuff, reanimation stuff, for example. Yep, that probably explains a lot of why I'm still alive. Mm-hmm. But also, uh, if we take this along with us, who knows what we could find out from it? So yeah, let's take a, let's take the high-paid face god's face eat the rich
1: okay you grab his face uh you cut it off you must now make a decision are you going to go up the stairs to the second floor or are you going to go downstairs to the basement
0: uh ethel what do you think is upstairs or downstairs what, what do you think we should do
2: well upstairs will be like the um the, the bedrooms for the uh staff and um downstairs will probably be like i don't know that's why we tend to keep our secret stuff like downstairs tends to be the best way to go for like finding secrets out. But if you want to kill more people, then we want to go upstairs.
0: Let's go upstairs then.
1: Okay, you both run upstairs and you go up into the sort of bedroom area, and all the doors are closed. So what do you want to do? So you
0: go upstairs and the doors closed. All
1: the doors are closed. Like you're you're upstairs and there are a bunch of like dormitory rooms and they are all closed right now.
0: I want to use my my senses, my bush senses, to put my ear to sort of the, the the wall, to the ground, so I can, like, hear, like, sort of the floor, what's going on. Okay. And, like, sense if there's people around or where they might be or what door they could be behind. Kind of like a, uh, a game show, but I'm cheating.
1: Okay. You use your bush senses to work out where the nearest person is, and you can hear heavy panicked breathing behind one of the doors
0: okay how how many people is there is there only this one person on this floor
1: just one person just one person on this floor it looks like ethel's killed most of the guards this person doesn't sound like a guard based on their breathing like they're not in any way shape or form like cool and collected they are terrified right now
0: interesting so i've got an inkling i've got an inkling about what i want to do here and it involves a great deal of it involves making a single, potentially, like, innocent person irrationally terrified. Are you all right with that?
1: I'm fine with this. Cool.
0: So, are they, are they behind the door, or are they, like, in the wall, like, laying on the bed, or, like, where, what? what's sort of the, the orientation of their body?
1: You can tell that they're hiding behind the door, like, their body is pressed up against the door to try and stop people from coming in.
0: Interesting. Uh, pure beginner move, but also... I can understand.
1: Uh, yeah, they're not—they're not that smart. Like from like uh, tactical point of view, this person is clearly civilian, not not armed forces.
0: So what I want to do is, uh, my nails are pretty well groomed, but I can still carve a mean hole. <clears throat> so I just kind of want to start to scratch at ear length where they would be. Okay. I'm just want to keep scratching. I want to scratch and scratch and scratch until there's.
1: You want to scratch the door open?
0: Uh, no, the door is not open. I just want to scratch at the door, kind of like a cat. I'm just scratching at this little hole where around where their head would be. I can hear they're terrified. The the, the the rattling of their skeleton inside their body, which is a really special thing when you get You can hear it. It's kind of like a baby being born. And
1: you're just scratching at it, scratching at it. And
0: When there's only like a really thin layer of wood between me and the person, when I know they can hear me, and it would, if anything, be given resonance by the frame of the door itself. They
1: are terrified right now buddy Koala.
0: How you doing, mate?
1: You hear absolutely nothing other than this terrified breathing.
0: Good day, mate. I'm Australian. You can trust me. I've also killed several people today, so you want to trust me or I'll be very angry with you. You want me to be angry with you, do you?
2: I don't think you want that. I don't want that. I think everyone wants to be, like, friends. I want to be friends. Do you want to be friends? Please, please don't kill me. I, I'm, 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 I'm just a scientist. I don't, don't, I don't need to be hurt.
0: I've known several people who were scientists, and they all deserve to die for, 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 for like,
2: like just full disclosure. I, 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 I'm just, I, I, I just work here. I, I, please. I'm, I'm, I've got, I've got a wife and children. You know who else works here?
0: All the people that I just killed. <laughs> Please,
1: uh, you can smell the smell of piss from under the door.
0: Please don't do that. I don't. My my smelling senses are very keen, uh, especially when it comes to danger. You just smell of fear of danger. Honestly, it's very awful. Uh, you're a scientist, right? Yeah, yeah, I am. Usually, scientists have key cards Do you have a keycard?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, I do.
1: Do do, do you want it? Will will you leave me alone if if, if you get the keycard? I
0: don't know what could possibly convince me to leave (laughs) you alone, mate. But what I could say is that if you give me your keycard, you come with us on a few little, just some runny adventures. Just some adorable little things, some jumps, some shenanigans. And I can guarantee that you will probably live.
2: Okay. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll open the door. Are
0: you sure you want to do that?
2: Yeah, if you, if, you, if you won't kill me, I'm not gonna open the door.
0: I never said I wouldn't kill you. Like, this is just. Okay, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to say I'm not going to, to. This is really. This is a really confusing spot. You put... Think before you say things, is what I'm trying to say. Um, you can't just be promising to go willy nilly with people. Just like strangers. Just strangers. I'm a stranger to you. I could. I take people's faces for a living. I'm not going to do that to you. (laughs) But also, think. Think. I trust you to think, you're a scientist. Now, is there a cloth or sheet of some kind on that side of the door? Yes. I want you to clean yourself because you smell like piss. Okay. So clean yourself up and come back out.
1: You hear him get up uh, and you hear some rummaging for a while. uh, And then the door opens to a jar and you see a rather plump confused looking nerdy guy he's wearing like bottle cap glasses coke bottle glasses yeah coke bottle glasses and he's like really breathing heavily he's quite terrified and he's very sweaty
0: is he clean though yeah does he smell less like piss than he did before yeah no he,
1: he's he's clearly like gone to his cabinet and put on some new clothes i
0: didn't say take all that time mate <laughs> i could have killed you any time she's got klishnikov you know, easily the Klistikov goes through the door. Ethel, show
1: him. Ethel looks at you and goes,
2: "Maybe we should be be nice to him. He's not he's not been attacking us. I tend to operate by the rule of of kill if you're attacked, but but don't kill if if you're not. You know, we
0: we aren't killing anyone. We're just showing him how crystal works. He's a scientist. He loves research. Just just shoot through the door. Oh, okay. He's not even behind the door door's
1: happen <laughs> she shoots and a uh, bullet hits the door and the guy like panics
0: I like pull the door from the, the wall a little bit and just like show how what went straight through the wall I'm like you gotta be careful about your hiding places mate that's gonna keep you alive one day <sighs>
2: so, come on okay what 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 do you want from me what, what what do you want
0: well I just want you to go on some adventures with us but first um downstairs is that where you keep like the good secrets or the secrets that will probably kill us in that like booby trap
2: da- downstairs it's is just the canteen I', I, I... I, I, I just, that's why we go to eat. I, I, what, what's going on? I, I, why, why are you killing everyone?
0: For the first time, Koala questions why he kills everyone. <laughs> it is very psychically disturbing. This is not like. And after these questions to be introduced, mate, is there anything good in the canting?
1: Uh, it, it's just your sort of standard macaroni and cheese and stuff. I, 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 I don't really know anything else other than that.
0: I take the man. Under my arm, both figuratively and literally, and we start and we walk down to the canteen. Okay, I'm like I'm gonna tell you about the world, son. You look quite paternal. Okay, the world is a giant canteen, and you know, when when you like really want that mac and cheese, and then the person in front of you gets that last mac and cheese, uh, you know how that happens.
1: Yeah, I suppose, but I...
0: like sometimes you, you, you want a thing and then you don't get the thing, yeah, because someone else gets it, yeah. Well, a lot of people would just say, I didn't get I didn't get the macaroni and cheese today. I didn't get the cupcake. Let's go with cupcakes. I, I, See, I, it's, it has less syllables.
1: I, I, I'm allowed to eat cupcakes. They're the, the bad for my diabetes. I, I, I try to avoid them.
0: You want the gluten-free cupcakes. Okay. Oh, wait, they'll still have sugar in them. Yeah,
1: they do. You want
0: a cupcake that doesn't kill you. It's very rare. They only have a couple every time you come down to this canteen. Okay. And like someone always grabs them before you, and you know they don't even have diabetes, or whatever it is you just talked about, Yeah, but when, like, they get that thing, they just, they just they just like the taste of it, and they took it from you, they took it from you, who was meant for, and there's a couple of ways you can go about it then, son. At this point, we're down at the canteen, and does it look, is it just a normal canteen?
1: Yeah, it's a standard canteen. It's your standard sort of military-style canteen.
0: I sit him down because we're about to give him some life knowledge. Okay. I say, there's two things you can do, son. You can hope you get the cupcake tomorrow or you could take that knife on your tape plate and you could stab it right through his ribs do you know ribs are like big old swiss cheese holes but for the body it's just open to anyone you can just stick it right through you just noodle it around a little bit and then that cupcake is yours no one's ever going to take that cupcake again because you are the scientist who kills people
1: i i understand I, i think i understand
0: and that's how democracy works. So, let's go back up and uh, check out the labs. Okay.
1: Are you leaving him there, or are you taking him with you?
0: Definitely taking him with us.
1: Okay. Are you picking him up again, or are you just sort of letting him walk beside you?
0: I mean, I was thinking I had my arm around him, but I can pick him up if he needs it. Like, what's what's his position right now?
1: I thought he was literally, like, underneath your arm. Like, you, like, grabbed him and were holding him like a, a bear.
0: Oh, yeah, let's go with that then.
1: Okay. So you pick him up, and you, Ethel, and the poor scientist walk to the labs. And the labs are secured right now with a keycard passcode thing.
0: Well, I think you know what to do here.
1: The guy like stutters and like fumbles around in his pocket and pulls out his keycard and then swipes the keycard.
2: Oh, I'm going to need to uh, scan my, my, my eye Not on the uh, Oculus thing. I need, I need to do that. It's
1: over there.
0: I, I sort of just carry, like carry him over to it, like so do a side shuffle and put his eye onto it. Yep. Is this the only way of security they had? Because I could have just easily done this with your if you were dead.
1: Um, yeah. This is this is this is the way of security. normally there would be guard, guards around, but y- you kill them all, so uh, that 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 happened.
0: Were any of them your friends?
1: Uh, not not really. They they all bullied me quite quite a lot. So uh, like. No.
0: Well, I'm not sorry then.
1: Cool. No, I, 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 I suppose um, the doors open uh, and you can now go into the labs.
0: All right, go into the labs. What do we see?
1: Okay, so you walk into the labs. Uh, you see the room where you were being held. Now you see the corridor outside of that room. There is a large metal door with another key card uh, swiping slot next to it. Uh, and next to that is a medical room where there are a bunch of operating tables, and they're all empty right now.
0: You need medical attention, Mike?
2: Uh, no, I'm I'm all right right now. Thank you very much.
1: You, you go in and you look around, and you can see it's clear that if you hadn't answered their questions, they were probably going to do a bunch of experiments on you, like removing your brain and doing some weird shit to it.
0: Oh man, Mike, would you have helped them do this?
1: Uh, um, no. Is he lying? Could you roll for um, observation? Seventeen. Yeah, he's lying. He's a fucking liar. I raised you, mate. I, I,
0: it's, it's like it's not, I'm not angry. I'm just trying to him.
1: I was just like, I raised you, mate. It's it's just my job. I I I I did my PhD in in in, uh, in in brains.
0: It's my job to kill gamma agents. But you don't see me killing you, do you? <laughs> I, I,
1: I, 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 please don't kill me. I I, I I really don't want to die. You look around the room and it's just, it's just like... It's just sort of standard medical room. There's like scalpels and things on the walls. There's a bunch of operating tables. There's a rig to put a human head into to keep it steady as they remove a brain. That kind of thing.
0: I'm really having trouble thinking that my my good buddy... What's your name again?
1: Uh,
2: my name is Mark.
0: Do you have a last name, buddy?
2: Uh, It's it's uh, it's Cooper. It's Cooper. My, 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 my name's Mark Cooper.
0: Mark Cooper. That's a nice name. Um... You know, I'm having real trouble thinking that my buddy, Mark Cooper, would open me up and just use my body parts for, for science. Do you have trouble believing that, Mark Cooper?
1: Uh, uh, yeah, I I, I I, don't believe that I would do that. I don't think.
0: Are you lying again, Mark Cooper?
1: Raw for observation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a five?
1: He's telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I knew my buddy, Mark Cooper wouldn't do that. Anyway, um, yeah, I, th- I think I think we have... Ethel, what do you think we need here? Uh, you're more used to being inside of offices than
2: I am.
1: She motions to the other door and goes,
2: I think we should check in there. There's a swipe door there, and there's probably something interesting behind it.
1: Mark
0: Cooper, buddy. Yeah? Um, just open up that swipe door for us real quick, would you? Okay.
1: And he walks over to it, and he swipes the door, and the door opens with a pressurised hiss. And inside there is a table, not a table. What's it? What's the thing with, that's what's the thing you sit in? It's a seat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a sit device. It's futuristic and sci-fi.
1: In the middle of the room there is a operating like chair with a bunch of strange, cool-looking diodes on it. This room very much reminds you of like any sort of really high futuristic sci-fi film. Uh, there's a bunch of desks with loads and loads of buttons and lights on them.
0: And they're all centered on this seat.
1: And they're all wired into that seat, yes.
0: Mark, buddy, pale, friend. Yeah. Uh, what's that seat for? Uh,
2: well, uh, that that is designed to unlock uh,
1: memories from uh, people who have uh, undergone uh, magical uh, memory removal processes. Uh I designed it when I was a bit younger.
0: We didn't ask for the whole history, mate. We just asked what it did.
1: that, 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 that is what it did. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, uh, Tell me again. I wasn't.
0: I was. I wasn't listening. to you. um, you you invented it when you were younger. It's it's a thing, and it it uh it reminds you of your youth.
1: It is a machine that unlocks repressed memories. It it unlocks memories that have been either repressed magically or by the person themselves.
0: Now, Mark, buddy, do you have any repressed memories?
1: Uh. No, I I don't think so.
0: Now, Mark, buddy, if I was to get into that chair, would it be extremely hazardous
1: to my health? Uh, no, it 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 should be all right. I mean, like, it would have to be particularly traumatic for it to be hazardous to you.
0: Mark, look in my eyes, real quick. Um, do you think I have any hazardous repressed memories? Tell me what he sees in my eyes.
1: He sees darkness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I would say that. There may be one or two, but I wouldn't be able to be sure until we actually put the machine on.
0: So, is this machine hard to operate? Uh... Could my son Mark Cooper operate this machine?
1: Yes, yes, he can. No,
0: I mean, like, could we operate this machine without my son Mark Cooper? I misspoke.
1: Uh, fuck. Um, I would say you probably couldn't.
0: Interesting. It's a good thing we kept you alive, Mark Cooper. Yeah. Um, do you do you want do you want to you want to help
1: us
2: use this machine? Um. Sure, why, why not? I suppose I can. And Ethel looks at you and she goes, Um, Koala? Yes? I don't, I, maybe, maybe we shouldn't be do, using this thing. It, it, it sounds dangerous.
0: I, I haven't heard a single dangerous thing about it. It opens repressed memories. He made it when he was younger. Um, and uh, we, we need him to operate it. Okay, alright. So, I don't think my buddy, Mark Cooper, would make anything that could hurt me. Especially now that he knows me. Mark Cooper, now that you know me, would you hurt me intentionally, ever?
2: No, I I would not.
0: Is he lying? (laughs)
1: Roll for observation.
0: (laughs) I just rolled a 1 in observation.
1: He is telling the truth. Oh, no! So you can't tell if I'm saying he's telling the truth and he's lying, or he's telling the truth and he's telling the truth. That's the worst bit about that. But I'm saying he's telling the truth.
0: Interesting, okay. Yeah, I'm, um... I can't even get angry about it because I don't know if it's the truth or the, the truth lie or the truth truth. Exactly. Oh, all I can do is trust Mark Cooper now. I'm oblivious. I'm oblivious to this proven liar.
1: Yep. <laughs> this
0: proven despicable bastard. Yes. Okay. Well, Ethel, uh, if, if, it, if these are the only things available in this machine and this is as much as we're going to get from this organization that kidnapped us, I kind of feel like we got to do it. Um... I'm open to like your advice though, like do you think we should do this
2: i mean i I wouldn't personally do it uh I know that you've had a lot of records expunged from your um records in omen, and i I wouldn't want you to feel like something bad was going to happen i just i'm I'm worried about you, koala, but if you want to do it,
0: people say that to me a lot actually
2: if if you want to do it then then by all means you can.
0: Like, do you support it? Do you think this? You think this is just a universally bad idea?
2: Well, I mean, if, if 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 they're particularly bad memories, I suppose we can maybe get one of the people at work to remove them again if if they are particularly bad.
0: I think it's I think it's worth a shot, Ethel. I I feel like I remembered some things recently, some really dark, weird things. I feel like it might put us in more danger for me to forget than to remember.
2: Okay, sure.
0: Let, let's do it. Let's turn on the machine, Mark, buddy. I put him down. I pat him on the head. Let's turn on this machine that's going to help your good-bodied koala and not hurt him in any way, shape, or form whatsoever.
2: Okay, then. Uh, Could you sit in the chair, please?
0: I don't advocate killing your children, Ethel, but if he does anything suspicious, kill him.
2: Right away, of course I will. I'll shoot him right between the eyes.
0: Not between the eyes. I I couldn't... It would make his. I want your face intact.
2: All right, I'll shoot him right between the crotch.
1: And she loads her Kalashnikov.
0: Yeah, until he's dead. Or wishes he was. All right. Turn it
1: on, buddy. Okay, so he puts a sort of large headset on top of you, and it's covered in, like, wires, and then he goes over to the desk nearby and presses a button. And immediately you start to feel very, very sleepy, uh, and you black out. And we'll find out what happens to you, dearest koala, in the next episode of Omen. See you next time. Bye. omen podcast is powered by ellipsis rpg the accessible donationware rule set now available on itch.io if you like what you're hearing please rate us on itunes or wherever you get your podcast you can tweet to us at the hashtag omencast that's o-m-e-n cast and who knows you might get a special mention in one of the episodes from us thank you for listening and remember stay vigilant you never know what's out there